What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And we want to welcome you if you're new here. We also want to say thanks for returning. If this isn't the first time you've heard of us, once again, this is just a podcast where we want to help people become fitter, healthier, and happier. And we love our Motivation Monday episodes because we share our favorite quotes. We go through some questions that we've been asked by the community. We go through one of our clients' transformations and how they were able to succeed and overcome their obstacles. And the reason we do all of these things is this is our formula to give you inspiration, motivation, and education to advance further in your journey. So thank you for tuning in with us today. We have a really great episode and we actually have a treat before we get into the quotes. We actually have four questions today. So we add a little bonus question. Normally we do three, but a few weeks back we asked for some reviews and it was really awesome to see how many people helped us out with that. That helps us get more discovered by more people grow this podcast. We want to thank you for doing that. Thank you for being a listener. And we figure let's make these episodes even a little more juicy, a little more valuable. So got a great one today. Sit that coffee, sit back and relax and let's enjoy Kyle's quote. So my quote for this week is, if it won't matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes thinking about it. And I got this inspiration actually from Josh. Uh, he had a background just talking about not worrying about the smaller things and not letting the those little things that don't really make a big difference impact you day to day. And I just, I really like this because I feel like there's so many times in our life we can worry, we can stress, we can overcomplicate things and just, we, we kind of have like this fear, like we just think far into the future and it honestly does not make a big difference in life. And once I heard this quote years ago, I just remembered. I was like, man, honestly, there's so many things happening day to day right now that just bother us that honestly, five years from now, 10 years from now, even probably five days from now won't even make a difference and we won't even realize or remember it. So it's just a good reminder to not sweat the small stuff, to pay attention to the bigger things that make a bigger difference. And that's my quote for this amazing Monday. Yeah, this is something I've been reflecting on lately, and I like having really motivational wallpapers. I think it's a good hack. When you look at it, you get some inspiration to something you're working towards, something that makes you smile, a good quote or a thought you want to work on. And for me, I had a quote, I believe it was by Seneca. I can't remember it. Obviously, we use our phones to record for YouTube, so I don't have it pulled up right now, but we will include it in the show notes. And the essence essentially is to not be bothered by things that actually shouldn't really be bothering you by the small, seemingly just insignificant details. So if someone makes a snarky remark to you or you get cut off, these are moments where we can kind of entertain them more when we'd like, bring ourselves down and feel worse because of it. But when you can just put that to the side and not just put the energy into it and give yourself that feeling where you feel bad and you can move past it or someone insults you or makes a comment, like it's important obviously to fight battles that need to be fought, but there's times where things just don't matter and it's easy to get worked up on something. And I've really been working on just moving past it, having more understanding. Like there's countless examples of this that there's no need to get into, but I just think it's a good reminder. And like this principle through and through, I mentioned before the smile first principle of when you're walking by someone smile at them. It's amazing to see people light up like that idea of going first. Someone's mean to you, try being nice to them. And sometimes that can just change everything completely. And the road rage is a great example. We mentioned it maybe a year ago on the podcast or something. It's so easy when someone cuts you off, you want to slam your horn and scream at them and tell them how much of an idiot they are and why what they did was horrible. But the truth is it just makes you feel worse. It gets everyone irate. It puts you in a dangerous situation. And like for what? You're not going to prove that person is wrong. And the big thing too is you'll never win an argument with someone who's just being stupid because they're going to pull you down to your level and like no one will admit they're wrong. I even saw a quote that 
for someone to admit they're wrong, it takes them to really like not believe what they did and to completely like agree with what you say and completely ignore how they feel emotionally. And like, that's not going to happen. So in those moments, even if it sucks, it's like, okay, that was horrible. I'm going to get away from this person. I'm going to move on with my life. You'll feel better than when you sink down to that level and go into it. And I just think there's countless examples of this. Someone's even like, you can get frustrated. Someone was like supersetting like three machines at the gym, like big machines that we wanted to use, like a GHR uh, squat rack and a sled. And like, you kind of want to be like, hey, listen, you can't be doing this. This is ridiculous and make a big thing of it. And I'm like, eh, you know, I'm just going to move on, just rearrange a little bit. Life goes on. Sometimes you got to pick those fights, but oftentimes it's not worth it. Better to enjoy your day and just move on. So I think that was a really awesome quote and obviously something that's been super on my mind lately. Now into my quote is just that belief in yourself is overrated. Generate evidence. And this is from Ryan Holiday. And I love this because we've said before, hope is not a strategy and believing in yourself is good and everything. But when you have evidence, it's just the best thing. And this is something I communicate to my clients quite frequently. If they ever have a day they fall off, like 99% of my clients are crushing it. They're getting after it. They have an attitude to do more, to be better. And they'll be like, oh, I missed one workout this week. And I'll say, okay, for three weeks, you've hit all your workouts in amazing intensity. Life got busy. You have evidence that you're not someone who missed workouts. You're someone who gets it done. This is a one-off thing. And I find that can be really powerful than just hoping you do things. And when you generate that evidence in yourself, even in my, uh, I like I have a little book every day that's like, it's called like, it's by Ryan Holiday, ironically, and it's the Daily Stoic. And he'll go through like a position of stoicism, which is like the philosophy of essentially just self-growth in a, in a nutshell. Like there's a lot to it, but a lot of it comes down to just like being a better human. And they really spent some time speaking about how we all know like someone who is really dependable and ironclad. When they say they're going to be somewhere, you know they're going to be there. When they say they're going to do it, you know they're going to do it. And then we know people in the opposite who you're like, I don't know if they're going to show up. They said they'll be here. They'll be an hour later. They might not do the thing I want them to do. But when someone, you just trust them, it's because they've shown time and time again with evidence that they get things done, that they're timely, that they show up at the gym. Like if you have a gym partner who's only coming half the time and sleeping in, you're not going to want to work out with that person. So the same with yourself, generate evidence to yourself that you can do hard things, you can do them consistently, and it actually makes it easier to do them long term. So I love this quote. I was happy to share it. Once again, it is belief in yourself is overrated. Generate evidence. Action speaks and evidence is everything. Honestly, action cures fear. And that was going to be like my little bonus quote, but even just that's a little three worder. I love these like quick little phrases, action cures fear. But even when Josh was talking about my quote, he said something, he said three words. He said, life goes on. And I'm just like, man, that is so powerful. Like when we do have these issues and things that come up in life and like, obviously we're the fit, healthy and happy podcast. Like it's awesome to be fit. It's great to be healthy, but like we, and that's why we started this podcast and we actually named it this because like those three, like being fit, healthy and overall happy just are so important. And honestly, all of them just mean so much to us. And that's why we've continued to stay the course and talking about all these things, but even just like kind of not overthinking, not worrying about all those things that we had mentioned letting these small things get to us like it's so hard to be happy when everything just gets to you when day-to-day we're overthinking when we have these issues and we just spend so much time worrying about it and affects what we do and what we want to do so that's why we do find that this is so important and uh, we just wanted to spend a little bit of time on that all right now we're gonna get into our thoughts and what has us excited or intrigued this week so for me the one thing i was thinking of is there's 
a lot of things in life that provide great ROI, return on investment. And the other day, I just went for a nice little 5K walk through the forest. Uh, I was a little bit tired, but I felt so refreshed after. Like It gave me 100% return on investment. I spent an hour and a bit. I came back just, like, just so happy. And what I really wanted to spend time talking about is thinking of those things that just give you everything like in terms of return on investment. So I'll give you an example. Social media, it's fun for a little bit. You look through a few funny things like, you know, there's some ups, there's some downs, but I would say I'm not going to give you an exact statistic, but it's not a hundred percent return on investment. For some people, it could be 50%. For some, it could be 40. A lot of times you're comparing against other people on this next Thursday podcast. We're talking about confidence and sometimes it can drain your confidence when you're looking at these other things. Like there's a lot of things wrong with it. I know I harp on social media here and there and we do it for a living. But what I want to get across was there's like amazing benefits to so many things that we just don't do. For example, meditation. I've never sat there for 10 minutes and just afterwards felt like, man, that wasn't worth it. That wasn't worth those 10 minutes. And I just was really thinking about this as I was taking that nature walk because I'm like, man, why am I, why am I not doing this more often? I spend $0, you know, maybe it was $3 gas or whatever. I spent an hour time and it just left me feeling so great for the rest of the day and just compounded consistently. So just spend time thinking about those things that give you such great return on investment to your time, your energy, your money, and do more of it. And that's going to be my little reminder for you for this amazing Monday. That is an awesome way to think about it. And for me, all the time, I'll say, what do I really want? Like, it'll be so easy to be like, oh, I'm feeling like overwhelmed. I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling beat up. So I'm just going to eat a bunch of really bad food or I'm going to do something self-destructive. And instead, you can say, what would actually make me feel better? And like sometimes when I'm like overwhelmed, I'm stressed, there's too much going on. I'll just know I could do something crazy and just sit and watch Netflix for 10 hours. Or I'll say, I'll go read a book for an hour. I'll go on a walk. I'll do something that really nourishes me and makes me feel great. You can get so much more from it. And that's where I think the gym's awesome too. Like it's so easy to say, I want to not go to the gym. I'm going to skip it. That's going to make me feel better. I'm tired, but that's not the case at all. When we get in there, we do that workout. We have that outlet. We're able to lift heavy things, listen to our favorite music, focus on our breathing, be out, be at peace, be in our own mind. Like that's a powerful time and that's not going to make us feel better. And that's why we always say you, the only workout you'll regret is the one you didn't do. No one ever is like, I wish I didn't work out today. Like it feels amazing for a reason. And thinking with your time about what's going to make you feel the best, where it's going to go the farthest, the ROI, I think it's a great example. And even just one of my other goals this month is just investing in experiences. And they don't have to be big, crazy things where you're spending $4,000 for Taylor Swift tickets. It can be like going out mountain biking. It could be that if that's what you really value in life. But there's also like a lot of free things available. Kyle mentioned there's free live music right by his house he went to. Could be walking down the street. Even for me, I like to go to different areas and walk around them. Recently, we checked out like this cool small town with our buddy. We like drove our cars down there, which is really fun. Like there's so many different exciting ways and things to do. And we're gonna get into this a little bit further too in terms of what we do to stay fit in the fall as that is one of the questions. And I think that'll be a perfect segue into that. So any other thoughts or anything else on your mind? Yeah, no, that's all honestly past that. That thought, like I just, I really, I just want you to encourage you, like even just thinking long term, like 
for example, that ex- what Josh had mentioned about the unhealthier foods and just like stuff in your face or whatever. Like sometimes people think that something's going to give them a hundred percent return on investment. Whereas like reality, like at first it might because it gives you that satisfaction. But after that, it's like, no, like that wasn't worth it at all. Like there's just so many things in my life that are like really good for me that I just constantly do that. I'm like, I'm so glad I did it. Whereas like anything that's not good where I'm like, man, I'm just, why did I have that extra thing? You know what I mean? So that's a great little thought there. That's all I have. And I'm just excited that we have four questions. We have an amazing shout out and so much more to come within this episode. So I'm really pumped about that. Yeah. And we're going to actually shout out my client, Victoria, today. What's awesome about this shout out and why I really wanted to highlight this is Victoria reached out, just wanted to see a little bit of change in her journey. She wanted to lose some unwanted fat, improve composition and ability. And we we're able to just have that grow into her being absolutely fantastic, entering some amazing physique competitions, absolutely crushing it there. And like, realizing how much potential she in fact had and what i love about this is oftentimes big change massive results start small and we won't even know what we're capable of till we start doing it but it's just taking those first steps to see that change and to really just rewrite your current path so if you're not seeing the progress you want it's a good call to say i can do more i will do more and oftentimes the best way to do that is having someone on your side to guide you through it when you have a coach on your side, when you have someone entirely invested in your success and nutrition, training, as well as accountability, you really cannot fail. And that's why we built this out. We've been doing online coaching now over 10 years, which we're so incredibly proud of. We have over 3,500 transformations and we put our heart and soul into a system that's gonna help everyone see results. Whether you're someone who's just starting, you've never been to the gym, you have six kids, you've never even, you don't even know what tracking is. We take care of everyone in every situation because our mission statement our goal was to help everyone become fit healthy and happy and we love the podcast that we're able to do this obviously we have a great platform to go through a lot of amazing just topics and conversation and ideas and teaching but when you have it one-on-one for you and you have someone there to steer the ship and do it incredibly custom for you i've said it before it's like a tailored suit or a piece of clothing that was made exactly for you it just feels phenomenal whereas if you're walking around in shoes that are twice too big you're going to stumble it's going to be uncomfortable they're going to fall off and a fitness journey is very similar so if you'd like to work with us one-on-one we're offering a special deal for people who are looking to body recomp so if you're looking to lose 10 to 20 pounds of fat and replace that with 10 pounds of muscle this is for you we want really to help people who feel like they don't have an athletic physique to be that person that people are like whoa that's amazing like you look great you look fit you're the picture of fitness so if that's something you want to achieve go ahead and dm us on instagram saying body recomp to at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t Now into the question. So our first question this week is how can I stay active and maintain my fitness routine as the weather gets colder? So I love this question. I thought it was a really fun one. And obviously fall's coming up. It's sad to say it's hard to have summer leave. And if you're like us, I love summer because I just triple down on my walks. You can go to the beach. You can We've been playing volleyball like crazy, playing volleyball like three to four times a week. Like there's so many unique opportunities you have in the summer and even going to live in Florida over the winter, it's like cheating. Like you're escaping the cold, you're you're motivated by the sun, the energy's great, you're in less, less clothing, clothing. It's just super, super motivating and easy. And that's the beauty of the summer. And where people can go wrong is they kind of get that hibernation attitude. They start getting active less, they start eating in more, doing all these different things that are gonna hurt them. So I really like this question because 
when it gets colder i like to immediately say well fall is a beautiful time in particular the winter is a different beast but we'll start with fall and i like to really say what can i do in fall that's perfect for fall so it's a little colder but it's still warm to me these are my favorite times to go on hikes to go mountain biking, like Kyle said, to be in those forests pretty much, to take advantage of those types of activities. It is absolutely fantastic. Even Kyle mentioned playing tennis the other day. And like sometimes in the summer, it can be a little bit intense being right in the sun exercising for a long time. But this can be a really good time to actually get outdoors, make the most of that time and begin to get ready for the inevitable switch, which will be winter where you'll be inside a lot more. So I really like to enjoy just being extra active, enjoying that kind of cozy weather where you can layer, you can take things off, doubling down on the walks, like that is gonna be your best attitude. And my other biggest tip nutritionally is to not get into that hibernation mindset. Don't just be like, I'm bored, so I'm gonna eat all my food, I'm gonna get every pumpkin spice latte thing that's like 500 calories. Like there's actually ways to navigate that, to enjoy it, to make it fit, to find lower calorie versions. Like I just notice people will oftentimes have more of those desserts, have more of those events. They'll go a little bit crazy into Thanksgiving. Then after Thanksgiving, they'll try and fix all these bad habits and feel horrible about where they are. But when you can find that balance and you can have like a really good healthy relationship with your nutrition and your food, it goes so, so much further. And I find this is how I like to structure it. Another good tip I recommend for people is try challenging yourself to delete your food delivery apps and try cooking more. If you're outside less, try being inside cooking more healthy foods that are gonna make you feel great. They're gonna build you up because even myself, I've just deleted the apps. I stopped using them for a while, but you'll pay twice the amount of uh, money for half the amount of food and like just too much convenience. It's too tempting to get something horrible when you can just scroll and get anything you want. So maybe make that a challenge to get rid of that, to double down on just your eating, eating really well, training super hard, enjoying activities outside. Those are my biggest tips. And I also notice when it's not summer, people will really slack on the water. So I'd really challenge you to double down on water as well. But otherwise it's pretty much business as usual. And those are my top tips. I'm sure Kyle has some great ones to add on. One of my favorite things is just having different things to look forward to. So even me sending that message to Josh saying, hey, let's hit tennis soon. And he's like, yeah, especially as the, you know, gets a little cooler. I'm like, man, I'm pumped for that. Like haven't done it in honestly almost a year. So having that thing to look forward to that pushes you, right? You know, unfortunately, won't be able to play beach volleyball through winter and stuff. But like you can also switch gears. Even us, we don't actually rock climb during the summer really. Um, and then typically when it gets a little bit cooler and we want it to be more inside, uh, it's like, hey, cool. Now I'm excited for this new challenge, this new journey, something else to keep us active. And we'll typically do that every Wednesday afternoon, which is a, which is a good time. But past that and having even snowboarding for some people, like if you're you know looking to winter, I know that's even further ahead. Like there's a lot of different things and there's a lot of great things to keep you active and just keep you healthy and just have a lot of fun that will be very seasonal and when you look forward to it it just makes it very easy because you integrate into your life but the last thing I'll say is try not to let whatever's going on outside of the house especially weather to dictate what you do and I know a lot of times people will just be like okay well it's a little chilly today uh maybe or there's no sun today I'm not going to go on a walk or whatever it is like I just try not to let that dictate my actions and even like for example I was tired the other day and I was just like who cares like I just tried to do every single thing that I would do when I you know was full of energy and had like a full night type of sleep, a full night sleep and that's where I think a lot of people struggle is like they'll just always make those decisions based off of 
how sore you are, how tired you are, what the weather's like, and I've just really tried to just do everything I usually do, no matter what and no matter how I'm feeling, and it helps you maintain those habits, that discipline, and no matter what, you just wanna do it. So that's gonna be my last little thing for that question. That's incredibly well said. And just remember, great summer bodies are made in the winter. Phenomenal bodies are just maintained all year long. Like summer, I know people either be really on it or really off of it, and people tend to get back into fall. But I just find it's a really good time to also relook at your goals, see what you want to achieve, begin to kind of plan out your roadmap. And of course, if you're a client, we'll do that for you, which is absolutely great. But this could be a really good time to start a little bit of a lean bulk, to finish out your shred, to begin that next progress and process of your journey. So those were incredible tips. And it is fun too. Yeah, like I don't want to be indoor we do bouldering rock climbing indoors uh, we don't really have any places to go outside and we're not really at that level yet so like but in winter i love getting out there and doing it and finding things i can do that i can't do in the summer and when it's summer and beautiful i'll try and be outside as much as i can so the more you can kind of use the weather to your favor the better but i love kyle's tip too about not complaining about the weather like it's one of the best things i've had i've been really working on trying to get out even when it's raining and just to enjoy the day for whatever it is if it's cloudy if it's sunny and just to make the most of it and still navigate intelligently if it's like a heat wave i'll do most of my walking early in the morning or late at night like obviously you want to be reasonable and if it's like a crazy storm probably better not to go outside but you can even plan around the day and lots of opportunity there so i think this was a phenomenal question the next question we have is from miss ashley and she was asking if kodiak cakes fiber one and dave's killer bread are great brands and actually i have to say i really am a fan of kodiak cakes i use them a lot so instead of your typical just cheap crappy like not really nutritionally dense just pancake mix which is like sugar flour and then you throw an egg in there pretty much uh these are flapjacks so they're whole grains which are really really nice a little bit denser you'll get more protein from that as well as a source and it's actually something i have quite often i usually will do like my greek yogurt monday to friday then i'll have pancakes on the weekend and i'll do like a quarter scoop of protein and it actually is a really good source i find it's really filling and i'll use other hacks like i use a syrup called ed smith which is actually I know some people are really big on their syrups. To me, I love it. I think it's like two or three tablespoons or maybe like 10 calories a tablespoon. Like it's insanely low compared to normal syrup. Don't quote me on that, but it's something in that territory where it's absolutely fantastic. You can have more of it. You can have these flapjacks, which are more filling and more nutritionally dense. So I think when you can find these hacks, it's really good. And even Dave's Killer Bread is similar. You get a little more fiber. You get a lot more grains. There's just a lot more to it. And it's packaged in kind of a fun way. And these are what we call like macro hack foods where you can have your favorite things that are extra fun and special. Even recently, there's these keto buns at uh, Walmart that you can get that are crazy. They're like eight grams of protein or something. And they're like 10 grams of fiber. And they're like, I think only 80 calories. I think that's with net carbs, but it's pretty nuts. And to me, like I'm not a big, I don't care to have the world's fanciest bun. I know some people like that. I care more about the burger and what I'm having in it. So you can pick and choose in terms of macro hacks, what you like. Like you can use the protein enhanced ice creams that are lower calorie and have protein but some people might say I don't care for it I think it tastes horrible and I'd rather just have less of whole calorie ice cream but some people say I'll take the thing that's not as good and have more of it for me I love quest chips that's another one of my favorite hacks but there's a lot of different foods out there and as fitness and nutrition has become more and more mainstream I do think it's quite exciting to see what does indeed work best for you and that does provide a lot of unique opportunity there which is really really cool so I think that was an absolutely fantastic question and a really fun one anything you want to add on there even fiber one like i was having a conversation with my client the other day who's 
trying to increase his fiber and it just it wasn't working until he started to find some of these fun little things to essentially integrate into his life right he wasn't a big fan of veggies and he was trying to work on that which he's starting to improve but he's like man i found this cereal fiber one and or even i think it was an all brand but even still fiber one i'm actually looking at our suggested food list and we send this out to every client and we have a bunch of different fiber options and you can see um the fiber one cereal for one cup it has 13 grams of fiber and so that's awesome for someone who's running around who just maybe be a little picky or like there's all these fun things that you can integrate to help your situation more to increase your fiber to help with your protein and still get you know that fun little thing and still get some great micronutrients vitamins macronutrients and all that great stuff so yeah there's a lot of cool stuff out there it's amazing to see the innovations taking place and uh, definitely recommend it if it's something you want to try out yeah and like a lot of the packaged foods people like if you really want to talk about what's good for you you can go a lot of layers here because i know fiber one like bars and stuff will have like fructose and i know people aren't big on fructose in general so you can get pretty in the weeds with this stuff and when it's packaged too like oftentimes a lot of these foods will just have like a lot of insoluble fiber they'll have like a liquid form which will drive fiber up even there's these smart sweets that are super locale but they're like 14 grams of fiber which is pretty intense and like to get that fiber from its main source, like the vegetables can be really hard. But like, that's why I am I like using these things. And like, there's different, like even flapjack mix is still different than just like having something really, I guess you could go on a whole tirade of like whole and natural, but like most food isn't natural at this point. Most food will have chemicals, just chemicals in our water, the air, like, so that's where people get in the weeds and they'll get too upset. Like if a fiber one cereal helps you get up your fiber, it feels good in the morning, you're fine with it. Their benefit is really going to outweigh any potential risk, if any at all. And that's something to think can, especially when you compare it to normal things, like going and getting a McDonald's like sandwich or something. So that's where you want to look in your day. And maybe you're like, I love fiber one cereal. It's quick. It's easy. It's painless. And then maybe for lunch, you're like super into like having really hearty, the most healthy, you prepped it and a really great meal prep for dinner. Like, so that's where these macro hacks are amazing. I love Quest chips. There's probably better sources of protein, let's be honest, like having like a chicken breast or something. But like I said, people get so quick to say, this isn't natural, don't have it, but it serves a purpose just the same. And within reason, you can negate any of the negatives that people will really go big on. Like people are quick to villainize sugar, sodiums, and like they have a purpose and a place in our diet. It's when we have too much of them that it becomes bad. But that's why I'm really big on the 80-20 rule. And like these things can kind of blur in the 80. Sometimes they could not, but you can kind of make that distinction, that decision. And you're still eating better than bulk of people anyways. Our bodies are pretty versatile and resilient. So like really worrying too much about little things that make your life better, that are filling and exciting to me, like the positive so outweighs the negative. So that's another extra little thing I wanna add because I know someone will go ahead and really say that. Like ideally, yes, you'd be eating all lean meats, ton of vegetables, you'd be having fruits for some good carbs. Like that'd be a perfect world, but let's be honest, there's a lot of options, a lot of fun. And to me, like Quest Chips Midday, it's like the best 110 cals, easy 20 protein, it's really fun and I love it. So that's something I choose to have. And to me, like I can have made pancakes isn't the world's greatest breakfast, but it's a fun thing on the weekend. I can have a flapjack, I can have a whole wheat source. So these are good brands and these are actually brands we recommend. We have YouTube videos on macro hacks. You can check those out if you want as well. Uh, we can put those in the description so you can go ahead and see those. Anything else you want to add there? No. Nope. I'm good to go. I'm excited. All right. Last, but well, not last but not least, because we got four. So we'll keep it going with the macro hacks. Then we'll get into our big question. Uh, so the next one we have is most of the sauces, such as ranch, 
mayo and other high in calories and low are high in calories and low in protein do you have a better option or other suggestions so i love this question because sauces are like i think when you start getting into fitness you start getting into tracking you realize oh my gosh like how intense sauces can be and i guess i'm going to group in spreads as well like peanut butter is not horrible for you it's totally fine but People will be amazed at how much peanut butter they actually have. They'll log it as one tablespoon. You'll challenge them to weigh it, and it'll be like four tablespoons or something, which is like 320 calories of the one I get, which is like the healthier variant of it or whatever, if you want to call it that. Uh, so it's actually an amazing. And same with like shawarma. We love shawarma. You get a lot of tahini and garlic. You can easily get 400 calories of tahini and garlic in there. Same with mayo. Like when you look at how much it's being lathered on, like these sauces can add a lot of calories. We love the example. We used to be big in Subway. Like Subway used to be our favorite thing. Not crazy about it anymore, but we remember distinctly, like if you got mayo, chipotle, something, and something else, it'd be like 40 grams of fat and like a ridiculous amount of calories. Like it was crazy how much it adds. And where you wanna be careful is you're not having a healthy thing lathered in something that isn't the best for you. Example, Caesar salads. I'm not saying they're horrible or anything, but Caesar is a very, very dense, caloric oil butter based kind of dressing that is going to really crank up your calories and you can have it if you make it fit in but it's going to be a lot worse than if you just have something a lot lighter and getting into this there's a lot of hack sauces so even barbecue sauce obviously will have a good bit of sugar a good bit of calories same with ketchup you can get variants to these like you can get no sugar barbecue sauces uh, mustard zero cals you can get hot sauce which is zero cals like mustard and hot sauce are considered the broy best hacks in terms of sauces that you can kind of utilize. And those are the two I actually like the most, so I'm a little bit lucky. But I recommend just looking at different labels and seeing what's best. Um, and then I know Kyle has some great additions and a great resource we have as well for this. Yeah, similar to what I had mentioned, when you do sign up as a client, we actually have tons of resources to help you navigate between 52 different high protein recipes. We have a suggested food list, a, a full form guide, supplement list, all that great stuff. But I am looking right now at the macro-friendly sauces on our suggested food list and there's a bunch of different options right even balsamic vinegar i've got one tablespoon here 10 calories salsa two tablespoons 15 calories mustard one tablespoon zero calories i wish i liked mustard unfortunately i just i can't I just don't enjoy it. But for a lot of people who enjoy it, that is a great hack like Josh mentioned. You know, there's different things like sugar-free maple syrup. I know Josh was talking about Edie Smith as well. Like that's another cool little brand that um, is great for stuff like pancakes, waffles, and, and whatnot. But, you know, even just Frank's Red Hot Buffalo Sauce, one tablespoon, zero calories. Sriracha, zero calories for a tablespoon. So there's so many different options out there. I just think like Josh was mentioning, just really being aware. Like I find that these are the things that really hold people back. And I'm not demonizing a specific thing of sauces, but there's someone who will say, hey, I'm trying to eat healthier. I just went to get a burrito bowl and I'm really happy. And I'm proud of myself. And then they don't realize what's actually taking place with all the extra calories because you just don't really think, right? You, you see them do a little couple squirts and, you know, add on this extra stuff and you don't realize how much it actually adds up. So it's not to demonize it, but to just really be aware. And that's one of the greatest things about logging, about tracking and just developing these habits that I developed close to 10 years ago is now I can look at anything, even if I'm on the go or whatever situation, be like, ah, you know what? I think I'm going to pass on this or I'll try this sauce or even sweet onion sauce was a great option when we used to go to Subway. Cause I'm like, man, this is, this is solid. Like there's obviously low calorie mayo. Like there's a lot of great things out there to help you save your calories. So you can use it for more satisfying and just filling stuff that's going to help you be 
just satiated within a dieting phase. So that's all I got there. I know I popped off, but hopefully it helps someone in one way or another. Yeah, best thing you can do is look, go to the grocery store, try different things. Some of the ones that are like the macro hack versions taste horrible. Some taste great and you'll love them. Uh, like I said, mustard hot sauce are definitely your lowest uh, bang for your buck. Obviously, too, you can just portion out what you have. And uh, of course, these things taste great, but you got to kind of be aware of how it fits in there. If you have more calories, you can have more sauce. And maybe you love sauce and you want to allocate for it. It's a very personal decision, but as long as you prep for it, it's pretty easy to navigate. And then last but not least, so I guess going off of Victoria's success here is how do you do a body recomp? I hear you talking about losing fat and gaining muscle at the same time. What is the secret to that? So yeah, an, an, a fantastic question. It seems like everybody's asking and everyone wants to do, right? A lot of people want to gain muscle and lose fat at the same time. You're killing two birds with one stone and you're super happy with the outcome, which we find our clients are just super pumped afterwards. But honestly, there's a bunch of things to consider. The first thing I'm going to say and start off with is just a solid strength training program. I find a lot of times people don't realize this, but they just may not be doing an optimal program. They might be doing way too much cardio and not doing much strength training. So a properly periodized solid program three to five times per week, pushing yourself with great intensity is going to help you so much. But of course, that along with just the right calorie intake, if someone's way too high on calories, like let's say your maintenance is 2000 calories and you're eating 3000, you're not going to be able to just do that body recomp because you're going to be gaining too much weight. Yes, you will gain a lot of muscle, but you won't be able to lose fat at the same time. Whereas if someone's maintenance, like I said, is 2000 and you start eating 1000, similar concept, but just on the other side, you're not going to be able to gain as much muscle and you'll just be losing a lot of fat, but also losing a lot of muscle. So the right strength training program, the right calorie range where it's like you're around maintenance or you're slightly below we find is most optimal for helping people do this and then every other factor you can consider between lifestyle proper sleep great amount of water protein is going to be absolutely huge when we come to the nutrient side of things and just the, the eating side of things but honestly it just comes with like experience as well I find a lot of times people struggle because when they do it on their own they just don't really you start to second guess things right because you are trying to do two things at once so a lot of times I'd have conversations and someone like one week I'm changing my like they'll start eating a lot and then decrease it and then increase it. And it's just, it's very hard to trust the process when you're unsure about your abilities to make those changes and you've never done it before. Whereas us, like Josh mentioned, over 3,500 transformations, we're happy to just guide you through that and help you within this process. And that's why we do want to help some of you awesome people. So make sure to send us a message with that keyword, but that's all I got. I mean, there's a lot I could, I could talk about for days, but those are the biggest concepts in my personal opinion, but I'm sure Josh has something else as well. Yeah, you can get in the real weeds with this and it takes a lot of individual planning. Some people would be better off jumping right into deficit. Some people would be better being a bit of a lean bulk, a denser bulk. Like in terms of losing fat and gaining muscle, this can absolutely be done, especially if you're newer. It's harder for someone like me. Obviously, there's more to it. I've been lifting 10 years. I'm pretty set in my position. My strength gains aren't going to be as substantial as someone who just starts off. But I think Kyle really hit the big points on the head. Case in point is to train harder, train smarter, to be having your calories right where you want, where you can lose fat and put on some muscle and see that composition change at the same time. And the good news is, this is our specialty. We have done 
thousands of hours of research, work with thousands of people, done it ourselves, and we can say with confidence that we can guarantee your success. So don't miss out on this. And body recomps, like I said, this could be a whole thing. We have done episodes on this in the past. If you want a dedicated episode for this, I will go ahead and link that in the show notes as well. But for everyone else, if you just wanna take away the guesswork, you wanna put your money where your mouth is and see the change you've always wanted to see, you will see that in our program. And we worked very hard to keep our prices down compared to everyone else in the industry and to do a better job and to be more personalized and to be as one-on-one to guarantee results because you listening to this deserve to have a body you're proud of, to have tons of energy, to have tons of confidence, to see the progress you've always wanted. So to go ahead and do that, message us on Instagram with the keyword body recomp to our Instagram, which is at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And we wanna thank everyone for listening today. It means a lot that you took the time to tune in. We hope you learned and you're growing from this. And if you love the four question format, let us know and we'll be able to keep that going. So thank you everyone for tuning in. Have a great day and peace out.